All right, we're back. Circling Back Podcast. My name's Will DeFreeze. My right, Dave Ruff. This is the biggest week in Austin. I'm so excited uh, for this week. Is it the biggest week? Okay, it's my personal biggest week. That's I'm, fair. I, I'm <coughs> fair. I'm ready for this. Fair. This is my Super Bowl. Fair. You got to put ACL above this week in terms of just overall popularity and how big it is for the city. But, yeah, I agree with you that for me... The, uh, the Dell match plays where it's at. It's my favorite week to look forward to throughout the year in terms of Austin events only. Yeah, it's just so much fun. Tigers the, in town. The great part about it is that you don't have to deal with any of the bullshit in Austin. Yes, it's not downtown. Oh, like I can drive places. Else That's all I care about. I can get places. That's yeah, We're that, talking, of course, huge. about the Dell match play. Mm-hmm. And I spent a good part of yesterday imagining... So Tigers playing. The Big Cat's in town. And it's cool knowing that that person's in your town, which isn't necessarily a big town, although it is a growing town that is a big town. That doesn't make sense, but it's don't worry about city. that. Um, it's interesting thinking about like where he's going to be going to dinner and stuff. Well, that's like why where I, he's hanging out. The three of us are we've we've made reservations at every steakhouse in Austin for the week, and we're each going to go to a different one every night and sit at the bar. And then once Tiger comes in, we'll say, "All right, squad up it." A cat Bob. watch is in effect. Yeah. So for Central Texas, all of this viewing area. That's what we're doing. Big cat watch. Big cat watch. People are saying that tigers are infiltrating South Austin lately. Really? Yeah. People are saying I that. I feel like that would be a bigger story. Yeah, that's, we yep. would probably know. Yep. How, how are you breaking this to There's me? There's a real big one shit. coming in this week. I live in South Austin. Did yeah. y'all see the bobcat who just totally hijacked that uh, Founders Tournament, LPGA? You got to respect that. That thing was probably about 40, 50 pounds. Look like a big, bigger Bobcat. Bobcat's only get that big. If you that see him walking through thick. the admission gates, like you're not stopping him. You're not patting him down and telling him to stop. He he can go, go wherever on, he wants. And enjoy the tournament. He's gotten inside the ropes pass. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Not to do this, but I, while I don't fear the Bobcat in like life or death combat, no should I, st- you. I still don't want. I don't want it with the Bobcat. You don't want that smoke. No, because I'm gonna get cut up. Oh yeah, like it's not gonna be a clean uh, W. No, he's gonna get you. Like, I might have some scars. Yeah, you're going to have some cuts over bleed. the eye that are going to be really bleeding. You will bleed. have to cut, like, patch up. Yeah. But you're going you're gonna to walk away. Yeah, if it's life or death, I feel pretty confident against the bobcat. Mm-hmm. Still a cool cat, though. Speaking of bobcats. We get a couple bobcats out at the ranch. Sneaky shots to Paul Goldschmidt. They try to take our chickens. Why? Um, he's just, like, our greatest athlete ever. From T-State? Yeah. Wait, what is he doing now? Who is this? Who is this? Paul man? Goldschmidt? Who is How this do man? You not know who Paul Goldschmidt Wait, what? is. What? I've never heard that name in my life. Who is it? He's a he's a he's first a baseman. Certified raker. Yeah. For who? Uh I, I I could be wrong. The last I saw he was a diamondback. Look it up. I think <laughs> so, he's a, he's a, he either just did or is about to sign a <clears throat> big time deal. Let's see. Is he a national? I now? think I saw that he Oh, man, Bobcat stand up. That shows how much I've been watching baseball lately. He's a uh he's been playing for the Cardinals. I just realized that the connection you made between the the bobcats we were talking about before and the mascot of Texas State, which is of course the bobcat. This is so Correct. this is so classic, Dylan. Dylan's like refusing to acknowledge that he is a human, like that he knows who he is because he's probably bitter that he wasn't playing first base or. I really DH have never for, heard the guy's the name. Dylan's not big Bobcats. enough. To, Dylan's not big enough to be a first baseman. No Dylan's offense. like, nah, I played no, like you gotta I, be thick. I, I played club. You gotta be a certified thick boy to play first. Yeah, base. you yeah. you need about thirty five pounds. I'm, I'm a little slender. For, th- for first base, put you put short. Me in short. Yeah, maybe. Right. I'm like uh, I'm like prototypical cornerback size for 
Like, you want to draft a guy my size to play corner. Wait. You might be a little big for that. He went to the University of Phoenix as well. Yeah, on, online. It's the joke here. That's like the biggest school ever, man. What? I don't ask me. How do you I don't play know. baseball? I don't for know that. any fun facts, man. Like, I only know the name. I know I that he played he, in Arizona, and I know that he rakes. I think that he. I'm just going to fake this. I think he went to Texas State, left early to play professional ball, finished his degree at University of Phoenix. That's such a why. It doesn't matter because he want dude. He wanted to get that. Break. I was doing it for his. You know, he promised his like grandma. Yeah, exactly. one of those deals. Yes, yeah. I, I respect that. He had like his wife do it while he was raking. I'm not going to add anybody, but I, I once helped someone Why not? with an online course. Do it. We know this person. You helped someone? Yeah. You I, took I, it for him? I did take it for him. But they I paid did. you? No, I did not take it for him. I did not commit academic fraud. But <coughs> that's totally what a lawyer would say if they committed academic fraud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Is that the weakest type of fraud, academic? Yeah, for sure. Hey, are there any updates on the, uh, the mob hit? They got the guy. I know. I feel like he's a plant still. You think he's a patsy? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like Lee Harvey? Everyone needs to put their head on a swivel for this. Some, something's in the air. It's, it's the least dramatic boss hit of all time. If it's all just some 24-year-old kid took out this boss of the fucking Gambino crime family. I'm just imagining this kid sitting girl. in jail just throwing up two fingers like, yeah, I did it. He so. shouldn't do that. He should be he should be doing push-ups and doing squats because he's he's gonna have a tough time. What's your rep like in jail if you're the dude who killed like a mob boss? Frankie boy? Yeah, like do you like are you respected? Or do you think there's guys in the clink that would be like, nah, that was part of my Well family. there's there's probably some people associated with the with the family. Yeah. And mm. um I don't know. It's probably not gonna end well. You're gonna have a tough time. He might get smoked in there. Makes you wonder. Oh, man, last night I cooked scallops for the first time ever. I hate scallops. Did that make your apartment stink, dude? My what? entire apartment smells like fucking scallops now. Like, you know why? I think it's because you cook scallops yeah. in your apartment. Dude, well, scallops are gross. I've man. done other. No, they're not. They're yeah, not they're, gross. Don't eat those. I've done other fish in my apartment. It smells fun. It's like it doesn't linger. The scallops. Like I came in from letting Rosie in this morning, still just reeked of scallops. I get why that girl got ripped on, like, forever on The Bachelor. She somehow recovered. Wait, who? Was this Scout Fingers? Yeah. I forgot about that. That's uh, interesting you remembered that. How do you? Yeah. I mean, she's she's the most famous person that's smells like scallops. Did they go hard, though? What's her name? Yeah, they went hard. I don't remember. Okay. I'm not trying to eat scallops, man. My mom loves scallops. I'm the type of person. So this is my move. So this happened at dinner Friday. There's a lot of stuff, seafood mainly, on menus that I like, but I don't like enough to not order the filet or some kind of like beef. I would like to eat some off of your plate if you did not finish it. I would love to eat a couple scallops, but at the, at the end of the day, I'm going to need that medium rare filet. I will never choose a filet at a seafood restaurant. This place was, a, it was French cuisine, French-ish. I feel like it skews seafood because they have like an oyster bar and shit. What are you talking about? What place? Le Politique. Le Politique. Oh. I'm not going to fuck with that place. It's excellent. 
the name of it, it throws me off. It's hard to say. It's hard to say and not sound smug as hell. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You we're can't going like a yeah, pretentious dickhead. We're going to dinner tonight. Le politique. Well, it's it's French mm-hmm. for the politics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People accuse me of being French just because my last name, but just FYI, my last name is French. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, people don't know that. Do you know how? Wait, Brit- what? Do you know how British Siri says your last name? You didn't know that, Dave. I mean, I I thought we did like an entire thing on how it sounds French, but it's actually like Portuguese or something. No, my last name is 100 percent French. My grandfather was adopted. That's that's why there's no like French connection in my lineage. You don't know about the French connection. That's how I. That's, that's, dude, we're the exact same thing. We might be brothers. I'm the exact same thing. I don't think we're brothers. Do we might be brothers? Low key. Uh, Low probably key. Not probably not. But yeah, my last name is is definitely French. Huh. It yeah. says a lot. My name is derived from actually Friesland, which was a region between France and the Netherlands. You're making that up. So I'm William of Friesland. No, it still exists in the no, Netherlands. No, yeah. it does. It's got a cool flag. What's Friesland? Up. No it's, a, it's a been. region. It's a northwestern region of the Netherlands. I don't think it's very densely populated, from what I can tell. That being said, I know nothing about the geography of the Netherlands. But yeah, I wouldn't expect you to. That is my name. It me. I can tell you this: a, a joke that won't land at La Politique is when you try to order the the freedom fries. Oh, did you do, did you do that? I'm not going to say I did or didn't, but I can tell you that joke does not land. Man, they throw fries on every dish in Paris. Like, it's Paris. ridiculous. Yeah. For, for like, stop. I'm pretty lukewarm on French fries. And so, like, I don't I don't get psyched about that. It's just, a, it, look, fries are good. Everyone loves fries. But it's, yeah. a, it's a throw inside. Let's be honest. Objectively, fries are good. But if I see, like, you have steak frites on your menu as your regular steak dish, I'm like, can't we, like, I would love, like, some scalloped potatoes or something. Or, like, maybe some mashed potatoes, a baked potato. Man, you said. <laughs> Au gratin. Oh, don't even get me. That's top. That's top. Just give me some wedge fries. No, that my mom put in the oven because she didn't have time. No, no one's eating wedge. I don't know what I'm talking. Those are all inside. Those are, are like home fries. Yeah, home fries are such a mail in. Just you know what? Give me a fillet. Go to Chick Fil A. That was not intentional. And just dump some waffle fries next to my fillet, and I'm happy. See, I love waffle. People fries. don't like this take, but I, waffle fries in terms of French fries are my bottom fries. That's crazy. Not to rank the fries, but I hate the really skinny ones. I don't know what those are called. Like the, the shoestring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, those are garbage. No, those, you get like so a no, fistful no. of them. You're yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. no, you know. If the fry can't stand alone on its individual self, uh, it's not, it, to me, it's nothing. I feel the need to clarify, though. What you're referring to are not the same as shoestring. The, like, I know what you're talking about. You're thinking of the ones that are thinner than shoestring. You're talking about like Clark's, right? No, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm shoestring talking about... fries are not as thin as the ones that you are referencing. If your fries are thinner than McDonald's or Whataburger fries, then they're too thin. Of course, the goat fries, the curly. Yeah, thank you. Yes. I might fuck with Arby's. It's not today. that hard to figure out. The yeah. goats are curlies. Curlies. That's the thing about Arby's. Not they, only that, do they have the meat on the curly fries, they got the fries. We just dabbed. Why didn't I get the dab? You're too far from me, dog. What did you even Plus say? I you. didn't hear what you said. What did you say? I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm Was trying it to memorable. Th- oh, I think the name of the fries that you're thinking of are they're called Continental shoestrings. So I guess they are. Sh- <coughs> Whatever. It's hard to say. Either way. Do you like it when the fry is kind of limp and like greasy, or do you like the, the the you know the stout can stand up on its own fry? I like the greasy. 
I do too. Even though Not they're, me. even though you drop that thing into that fancy ketchup, you always dropping that it, thing. It's dang. so it's so <laughs> limp. It doesn't go in the ketchup. No, it, it just, just rests on top. Yeah, it just it's just a little dab. <laughs> yeah, I like him. I like him greasy. That's why. I, yeah. I I don't know. I know I'm trash for that, but that's just how it is. No, no, no. I think I think a lot of people agree. When's the last time you had like tato skins? Tato skins? Yeah. Why don't you just say potato skin? Why'd you say no one's saying tato? Because that's what TGI Friday is like the oven ones that you put in the oven. I've heard tato. Remember when we were sponsored by them? I've never heard tato. Yeah, we were. Kind of sponsored. We were influencers for TGI Fridays. I can say that. A lot of people can't say that. Most people, in fact, can't say they were Fridays. Dylan can't say that. No offense, Dylan, but you were never a Fridays influencer. Oh, no. Never got to go to Fridays and eat fucking whatever. Sorry. (laughs) What the hell, dude? I didn't need to be aggressive with that. I enjoy Fridays, actually. I haven't been in <laughs> Do you? 20 years, but yeah. You don't take parks there? <laughs> Not yet. I just take them to Luby's. That's a great, this is a great segue. We got anything we need to... Any, we got, any house cleaning? Yeah, we got to get stuff out of the way first. Well, yeah. Is it house I mean, cleaning? A lot of people don't realize that you probably spend about 90% of your life in underwear. Yeah. Mm. And so you don't think you owe it to yourself... Or no, you you owe it to yourself to make sure you're wearing the softest undies. Yeah, good. Like say. that's just that's just what you need. I'm gonna go out and lemon say I spend more than ninety percent of my life in underwear. Pretty yeah, much, for pretty sure. much when I, only when I'm not showering. For sure. Yeah. Me too. Or yeah, I'll go commando like once in a while if I'm feeling like right. loco. But like ninety nine percent of the time, your boy's wearing underwear. I'm not a commando boy. And that's why we only wear me undies. Uh, they're the softest underwear. These things, it's, it's got micromodal fabric. Are you even familiar with that? Yeah, it's I am soft now. as hell. I know that. I actually have some on right now. They're uh, kind of like a, I'd say a maroon color. Pull them out, dog. No, I'm not going to pull them out. Pull them out. No, that's inappropriate. They sent me some with alpacas on it. Yeah, those were lit. You, yeah, I liked them. Yeah, they. Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, I mean they're they're the go-to softest lounge on the planet. You can uh, hang out in their lounge pants. They have onesies. They've got they've got a whole line of products. Dylan's probably wearing their socks. I saw you upgrade your sock game recently by wearing some MeUndies socks. I actually, I is. am That's wearing fun. their no-show socks. I love them. On the little back, on the heel, there's a little rubber sticky thing. Keeps it up on that. Keeps you up. Keeps it up on That's the heel. Important. That's important. No all you one's can ask doing for. that. Where can no we find these products? Me Undies, they have a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you go to MeUndies.com, you can get 15% off your order and free shipping. That's 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you'll ever put on. To get 15% off of your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash circling back. Again, that's MeUndies.com slash circling back. If you're looking for this offer or any other offer, Check Thank the description you. of this episode, and you'll find it. You can click right into it, order yourself some Mondays, get out the door, be happy. Okay. Hey, Dylan, you almost died, dude. I did. Um, I was a little bit worried that because this happened Thursday after we recorded Friday's episode, that it's been too long. No. That's um, what you were worried about? I was worried that it was... You weren't going to get to it wasn't do gonna a be content fresh bomb with it? Yeah. So, yeah, here, here's what happened. Um, I was at Luby's on Thursday evening. Explain what Luby's is, because I will say this. Okay. I had ne- literally never heard of it. Is it just it in the South? Thanks- Maybe just in Texas? Or- no clue. No. I had never heard of it until Thanksgiving no, 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 no. this it's- year when someone got okay. their turkey from it. Luby's is a cafeteria-style restaurant. Frequented by uh, geriatrics. Yes, it's mostly just old people. This is great that you- this happened to you. Yes, it's mostly just old people. Um, but it's it's been a staple in, in the chivalry household since I was a kid. We used to go when I was a kid, and I would get a Luan platter. 
Per their website, for over 65 years, yeah. Luby's has consistently been serving good food at reasonable prices. Find out the region, if it's all over the place, because I feel like it is. Okay. They do have subsidiaries, which are tight. They have. They also own Fuddruckers and Gross. a restaurant that I've never heard of, but I want to go to, called Cheeseburger in Paradise. Not sure how they got their naming rights for that. Maybe Somebody they should write a song about that. Yeah. Maybe they got Jimmy on board. It doesn't look like it. Huh. Huh. We'll find out. All right, so here's the story, y'all. So, the homie and I, we went to Luby's. Explain Holy to the folks shit. at home who that is. The homie? Luby's the homie. does numbers. Yeah, dude. Dude, Luby's, Luby's is a big deal. Their 400, food. they did $400 million in 2014. Their food goes hard, dog. Damn. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. It's easy on the teeth. So, I was with, I was with the homie. That's your son. Again, yes, that's my son. I feel like people know that, Dave. But we are getting new listeners. That's as, true. As the numbers will show, um, he wanted to get some Jello off, and that's great. <laughs> and uh, he had never been to Luby's before. That's that's kind of why we some went. Jello off. He wanted to get some Jello off. Do they actually do Jello, or is it like their proprietary uh, gelatin? Like, is it? Oh, like, oh yeah, Jello is a brand name. I forget that. Um, I'm it, just curious. I'm curious. I don't know. That's I'm, not important. I just want to. I don't know. know. Cool. Either way. But the homie likes Jello. Because he hasn't figured out how gross it is yet. Because he's a kid. It's fun to eat. Jello was very well branded when I was a kid. And yeah. I wanted it too. Um, okay. <clears throat> Luby's is almost exclusively in Texas. Okay. They have one location that is not in Texas. And it's in Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. So it's comparable to like furs. Yeah. It's a cafeteria style. So you get a tray and you walk down the line. And they, yeah. you know you tell them what they want, what you want. They put it on your tray and you, you pay at the end and you, you go. Do you know that you've been misspelling Luann Platter on Twitter this entire time? I spelled it once. Is there, not, is there an E or no? Luann, they separate with two words. Don't throw the horns at me like that. No, this is the, this is the two outs in baseball. Uh, <laughs> they, 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 they do two words, but it, it is the inspiration for the name Luann Platter on King of the Hill. Yeah. 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 But they, they're, they're spelled differently. I, I just yeah. learned on Wikipedia. Okay. It's a very Texas thing. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, anyway, we we pull into Luby's, we go in, and we are we grab our trays, and we are we're, get, we're ordering our food. I, I, of course, I got the chicken fried steak. Well, yeah, it's because it's all you eat. It's your signature platter. Yeah. Um, so they had served me my chicken fried steak. They had served me my green beans, and I'm I'm ordering for for Parks and and, and me. Parks is the homie, by the way. That's his name. I'm imagining these green beans being the kind that you can just like. Put in your mouth, press against the roof of your mouth, and they just like are done. They had two different kinds of green beans. They had kind um, like you like canned, basically, is mm-hmm. what it looked like. Yeah. Then they had some like legit ones. I don't know why they had little bacon grease in there. Yeah, they mm-hmm. had like some legit ones. That's lit. Yeah. So we're standing there, and we hear a crash right behind us, and I thought someone dropped a stack of trays. That's what it sounded like. It was loud, but not alarmingly so. You thought Stone Cold was walking through that door? I just thought someone was carrying trays and dropped it. And because when someone does something embarrassing like that, you don't want to make them feel worse about it. So I, I didn't even look. I was like, ah, that's, you know, that's unfortunate. But I'm not going to make them feel worse. You seem like the kind of guy who would clap when a waiter drops No, 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 no. Tray. Come on. Those people are trash. Someone did that at a restaurant like a couple weeks ago I was at. Like a, a waiter dropped a, or a busboy dropped a bunch of dishes. And the people at the table next to me clapped. I was like... Fucking grow if up. If that happened to me this when I was a waiter, that anymore. person was going to be waiting extra long for their order, and their food might have been Dude, cold. That's messed up. That, Is there a more hater move than clapping when someone that, drops? That was a messed up move to do in, in middle school, and everyone's a dickhead. It's still like you still don't do that, man. I felt bad for that bus boy. Anyway, 
This is about this is about movies. <laughs> you just look so like de- devastated. You just stared into the mic like blankly. Cause you just don't do that to somebody. You're trying to make an honest buck. I feel bad when anything like that happens to someone who's working a job that's you know not super high paying. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean like a job that nobody wants to be a busboy forever. Yeah. No. Come on. No. Let him do his thing. Anyway, uh, we hear a crash behind us and it starts to you know it won't stop. Like the crash continues and it gets a little bit louder. We turn around, and there's a Honda Civic coming through the building. Damn. I'm not kidding. It missed us by 12 feet. There's shattered glass How fast is this thing going? Not fast. It wasn't like, yeah. I mean, they were, it was, they were coming from a parking lot. They were probably going. They probably hit the building going 15. Okay. That's fast. 15. I mean, dude, you want, it went all the way through. You don't, want to get, you don't want to get in front of a car that's going 15 miles an hour. No, you don't. But at the same time, it's not going to kill you. No. It'll, it'll rough you up, but it's not going to kill you. Well, I'm the only person in this room that's been actually run over by a car. You have so, been run over yeah, by a car. Like, yeah, I can confirm that it won't kill you, but it will definitely fuck up your leg. Yeah, and so it just kept coming through. And it, when you see something like that happening, sometimes your brain is slow to process it because it's like, wow, there's a car coming through the building where I'm standing. Fight or flight. Yeah, it was weird. I, like my brain, I was like, what is this really happening? And so I had a delayed reaction. Did you fight or did and you And finally fly? I was like, oh, shit. Like the the ceiling was caving in, so I grabbed Parks and I just took off. I, I ran over by like where the cash register is. So you didn't fight. There's nothing to fight. I would have squared up to that Civic. No, see. get real low at the no, Civic. See. Just get down there. Um, Switch stances on him. And so people were like running up to to us, saying like, "Are you guys okay?" Like, yeah, we just had glass at our feet. Were you the closest to it? Was there no one else? We were the closest to it. Yeah. We were absolutely. They they shut it. We were the last ones to get food that night. They shut the whole thing down. So did you get a gift card or no? We yeah, paid. You you should have asked for a gift they, card. Okay, it's funny because everyone working there behind the counter, whatever, serving the food and, and doing everything, they all left their post. They all grabbed their phones and they went up to this car and they were just recording it. I was like, okay, okay, world star. Let yeah, me ask. I, and to be fair, I got a couple picks off too. Let me ask you this: When she did this, and it was a female driver, did she get out, or did anybody go check on her? Yeah, she got out. It was. I mean, she wasn't going very fast, so it was obvious that she was okay. And she got out, and she she wasn't drunk. She was. I assumed it was an old ass person because we're at Luby's, you know. Oh, what? And old people just don't drive very well, Dave. She didn't pop her head out of the window and go, like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> She did not do that. She got out and she said... People forget I, about Ace Ventura. She got out and she said, no I couldn't forgets. stop it. I it's couldn't so stop good. it. Like, why couldn't you stop it? Did, you, the, try the, did you try the break? I'm did sure she, I'm sure that was she one of the... She probably didn't do it on purpose. In terms of the, the options break. that she was exploring, I would think that the break would be top three. She wasn't drinking, and I know that because when the police arrived, she wasn't cuffed or anything. They were just talking to her. Like, so she wasn't drinking. She just mixed up the gas and the break, I guess. I don't know what happened. She was just fired up on bang energy. Maybe so. Uh, we can't prove that. And so that's, uh, that's she speculation. It was funny because I was sitting in my tray, like I had my they had served me my chicken fried steak already, my green beans, but but not yet my macaroni and cheese. And I was like, "Were you like, hey, someone get over and here?" They walked up and they were like, "Do you still want to eat?" And I was like, "I mean, yeah, I'm still hungry, and the food's, you know, you've already served me most of it." They're like, "Okay, well, uh, okay." I was like, "Yeah, okay, I want some mac and cheese," and they they were just so distracted by the commotion. It, it took me. Like, like three more minutes to get my mac and cheese. But finally I did. How dare they? And I got to the end and I paid. They accepted my money and then they shut it down. They just, they put off. Uh, I probably would have. At that get- point, the, the cops had arrived and they put caution tape on the whole section. 
I probably would have given you your meal for free, but that's just me. I think I would. I think I deserved a free yeah. meal. There could have been glass in my food. They, growing I'm up. sure that they were. I'm sure they were. They were tossing actually, me around mentally. They probably shouldn't have served me. They were. Yeah. They didn't do anything wrong. No, I don't think they did anything wrong. No, I, was, I no. gladly paid. But you probably want to get people out of there as soon as possible. They probably should not have let me eat there because it could have been, like I said, glass shards in my food. Then that's a, a problem. Did they have sneeze guards on the buffet line and stuff? Like, of course. They, you're good then. Well, my they protecting my chicken fried steak was already on my tray. Will I had it in front of me? Um, I do have information regarding cheeseburger in paradise when we're ready. I'm, I'm always. Do you have any other questions? Kind of that, that pretty much covers it. Just I'm, time out. We're doing was, the cheeseburger. Was the homie thing. stirred? He wasn't stirred, and I think because he didn't really process the severity of the situation. Yeah, like because if he was like two years older, I could see him being kind of freaked out. By yeah, him. but he was. He was like, "Wow, that was really loud." I can't believe there's a car in here, pretty much, and that was it. He told me he was bummed out that the Kool-Aid man didn't come jumping through. <laughs> he told you that? That's what he was when saying. When did you guys talk? I don't... We were uh, talking the other day at the... At CC's? No, it was at Gaddy's. <laughs> gross. <laughs> don't, say gro- don't say gross about Mr. Gaddy's. So, Gaddy's is not good. <laughs> but it's so CC's. We were no, t- it's not. Earlier we talked about Cheeseburger in Paradise, and we were wondering if that had any affiliation to one Jimmy Buffett. It has to. He who has, who has a literal license to chill? Correct. But, but does he have a license to have it's a cheeseburger in paradise bar and grill? Uh, as it turns out, this was named in 1989. Jimmy Buffett did not have any affiliation with it. But he sued in September 2009. Or I'm sorry. Jimmy Buffett was only a royalty partner receiving 2% of the profits until selling Paradise Restaurant Group to the whatever, blah, blah, blah. Essentially... He sued. They gave him 2% of, of everything. Dude, fuck yeah, Jimmy. Wow. Yeah. Get money, Jimmy. He's strapped. Good for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, not good for him. I would say, like, he should have been probably getting way more than that in the beginning. You can't just name a, a restaurant after, like... I thought you said that came first. The, no, no, no. What year did Cheeseburger in Paradise get written? Uh, way, I think way before 89, wasn't it? That's a song where I... I know it's not a 60s song. I know it's not a 70s song. I would have said... You could tell me anywhere from 1980 to 1999, and I would believe it. See? I was actually going to say... I was going to say 1979, and I was actually too late. What? 1978. Well, just take everything I said and throw it out the window. 1978. That's wild. It was on the Son of a Son of a Sailor album, which was recorded in 1977, came out March 17th. So when she got out of the car, was she just like, everybody okay? No, she, was, I think she was too embarrassed. She stayed in the car for a minute. She didn't want to get out, even though there were like panels were crashing down on her glass over her car. Is it well, true you got the number? I did not get the number, David. You said it was going to be a meet cute. I didn't, no one said that. Like, how'd y'all meet? People well, were saying that, you, that there's shooters everywhere. And the people working there were so funny, though. They just completely abandoned their responsibilities yeah. at the restaurant. And I would, too. Just to go get... Some oh hell yeah! I never on. talked about on the show when I saw the the girl in the Miata get hit by a semi truck. You called me after. Did I ever even tell you about that, Dylan? No. A few weeks ago, I'm driving down the highway, and I see a bunch of smoke coming up, in like six cars ahead of me, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" Well, it turns out this young lady, and by young lady, I mean like mid twenties, was driving a white Miata, not a new one, definitely a, a vintage one. And I think what happened was that she was get, getting over into the other lane and she got clipped by a semi-truck. 
the semi-truck just pinned the Miata against the front of the car and was just pushing the Miata sideways along the ground. Like a snowplow. Yes. Holy shit. And so I can see the back end of the Miata just getting pushed, and I'm like, oh, fuck, this could be bad. And then traffic really started to slow down, and people were obviously rubbernecking, and I was like, well, you don't. Even, I don't even know if you want to look. Like, you, This girl could easily be dead. Was the truck trying to stop? Yeah. Okay. Oh, like frantically trying to stop. And then the second it. the car actually stopped, I was like really close to it at that point because traffic was just kind of slowly moving by it as it went over. And I was like, dude, Will, don't even look. Like, this could be bad. There could be like blood everywhere. You don't fucking know. Yeah, for sure. Girl was totally fine. Wow. It was so bizarre. <clears throat> and if you see a Miata going up How in a semi truck, it's not ending well for the Miata. How bizarre. How Wait, bizarre. was the, um, that what? He, the guy's got a total, like, his nasal passage is totally, like, fucked up. What, uh, was the top dropped on this thing? Yeah. <laughs> That's the important question. Yeah. Damn. It was. Like, dude, it could have been real bad. Needless to say, her white Miata is officially probably gone, if I had to guess. Question for you guys. Do y'all appreciate me a little bit more now that I almost lost my life? And I'll be honest, not Doesn't, at all. It sounds like you almost lost, like, maybe an ACL or something. Like, you would have blown a knee. I almost lost my life. The homie, too. So y'all should appreciate homie, us. I'm worried I appreciate the homie more. I appreciate the homie more. You, not really. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. How did you not end up on the news? I feel like this is a missed content opportunity. Yeah, why didn't you stick you? around? I ate my meal there, dude. Yeah, but why didn't you stick around and be like, "Hey, you guys need like an interview or anything?" I, I walked outside, and there there were no news crews there. I didn't even see any news. Did the coverage police of this. interview you? No. What? No. Are they, no witness statements? Come they, on. I only saw them talking to the lady that was driving. That was it. Kid from my high school. This will this will age me or date me a little bit. He. Uh, he put his truck through a blockbuster video. He wasn't drunk. I think it was like the middle of the fucking day. Dude, my mom is known for just leaving her car in drive and just getting out. It's not something you want to be known for. No, like, why like does that. she do that? She's done it twice and like that I that I've known and I would assume that she's been embarrassed and not told me other times. But one time she, her car was just pressed up against a gas station just like driving at the gas station. Yeah, and idle. That's funny. It's like what are you doing? So when I tell that blockbuster story, I don't know if this is true or not, but I always say, they're like, whoa, did it do a lot of damage? I always say that it hit the, uh, you know, blockbuster was set up with like yeah. the aisles. I'm like, yeah, dude, he tipped like five of them over like a domino effect. That's what it created. I don't know if that's true, but it's prob- probable. It's depending on which angle he hit. I imagine most of them, though, being a long hallway. It's They do it like they run parallel with the rest, with the entire long blockbuster. Was there anything worse for your dad or mom, like a parent taking their kid to Blockbuster, than when you finally, you know, you've been there for 45 minutes trying to pick out a movie for your fucking kid and his little buddy, they're having a sleepover, that you got to go get in line. And that line is lined with just the worst candy in the world, best and worst. They're trash-ass popcorn, Twizzlers, all that stuff. And so for the next, like, 15 minutes, because it takes forever to check out a Blockbuster because somebody inevitably forgot their Blockbuster card, they got to look it up with the license... You're sitting there and your kid's like trying to get every piece of like horrible chocolate. Damn. I just remember being like beating my dad down, like being like throwing Twizzlers in like, you know, Adam. And he's like, do I need to, do I need to cue the, uh, the steam room sound effect right now? <laughs> we don't need Shit. to, we don't need to spite the ball because, you know, Blockbuster's no longer with us. Yeah. There's one. There is one. Privately owned. Privately owned. I mean, and, ev- and you, you overlooked the fact that every single time, the, there's kids hounding their parents for quarters so that they can try to get the gumball that gives them the free movie. My kid will never, ever put a quarter in a gumball machine. Why? 
Let them live a little bit. I, I, Gumball I, is bottom tier gum. There was, it is bottom tier gum. They're fun, man. No, they're not. Fuck out of here. Oh, wait. Are you that parent? What do you mean? Is your is your son doing the gumball machine? No, he's never done one, but I'm not going to stop him. I I think I saw 60 Minutes in the 90s where they're like, look at all the roach doo-doo that's in these gumball oh, machines. I Definitely. Love, I love roach doo-doo. Like if you're high you key, high key if you're a roach and they have like the gumball machine with like the thing that the carousel that goes down, like you're sliding down that all oh, night. That's a uh, that's yeah. second those lights get hit, no. like you're just fucking having it's a party time that's in there. Cockroach party. That is like the Sandals Jamaica of the roach world. Yeah. They're just like floating around. They're just like going around chilling. It's like a ball pit for cockroaches. It's all inclusive. All inclusive. Wow. Um, I want to pivot a little bit if that's okay. What, from cockroaches partying in gumball machines? Yeah. Okay. Did you ever see Joe's Apartment? Why is that so familiar sounding? It's an MTV it's movie a, and it's a guy movie. Yeah, who I has like saw singing that. and talking. Or I think they were singing. I don't know. They were, I feel like the same people that did the cockroach like graphics for that did like the Men in Black alien graphics for the dudes that are chilling out. Let's pivot. All right. <laughs> was it you that dropped the Instagram account from that hound dog into the text group? Dave, look, talking. Yes, to me. it was. It was. It was actually a bird dog of the day featuring this account. I can't. Um, I'm like I become obsessed with this dog. I noticed you tweeted it out. I think yesterday. I, it's like the best looking dog I've ever seen. I feel like I'm I'm creeping on it like it's my new crush or something. I, I just find myself just wandering over to his Instagram. Where can account. the folks at home find this? Let me let me let me look it up. I, I feel like I'm just creeping on this dog, but I just it's a Bracco Italiano, is the 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 breed. It's a hound dog. It's the dopest hound dog I've ever seen. It's not like a short legged hound dog though. Could like a you? Basset. Kaju dot footprints and that's C A J U dot footprints is the Instagram handle. And this dog is just the best looking dog I've ever seen. Didn't they call you the footprints in high school? It's inappropriate oh, how I've much got a foot story. it's inappropriate how much time I spent on this dog's account. Wait, what did you say? Holy shit, I've got a foot Nothing. story that is ac- actually applicable to this pod and maybe after the break we'll talk about it. Have okay. y'all even heard of this, this breed before? No. no. I had never heard of it. And I consider myself to be pretty well versed in, in terms of the bird dog community. I'm the number one authority on Italian dogs. It looks like it's a half bloodhound, <laughs> half yeah. German short haired pointer, like a, a cross between those two. It's tight. And it's the coolest looking dog ever. I want to go fuck up a covey with this dog. I mean, I, I'm on record saying I'm going to look for a um, uh, a mutt of some sort. Um, but if, if someone of these falls in my lap, how do I not pull the trig? Pull the trig. I you should look into it. They've got to be pretty rare. Yeah, I feel like that dog is going to cost a lot of money. Yeah, this is a $10,000 like, dog. You're not going to a local no, shelter and, and scooping one. It's a $3,000 dog. You're not going to the shelter and just scooping up a whatever it is. A Bracco Italiano? Bracco Italiano. Man, what a dog. Okay, so I just had to, I just had to talk about him because I just, can't, I just can't stop thinking about him. Well, no, Dylan, this brings up the, the thing that you said you want to talk about with, before the podcast, uh, adopting versus uh, buying from no, a breeder. I, we so don't need to get Go on with your thoughts, we're not, Dylan. We're not doing... Go on with your thoughts. I saw a I, great Pyrenees at the gas station on my way home from Dallas yesterday. I will say I encourage all of you to adopt. Did you pet it? No, but I was I was driving out and like this this lady was walking the thing and you know letting me use the bathroom and I I rolled down my window and I asked, is that a is that an English cream or a Pyrenees? And she's like, oh, she's a Pyrenees, she's 10. And I just get, I was just gassed her up. I was like, "That's a beautiful dog. I have a good one." She's like, "Oh, thanks." And and that was it. That's the story. There's been a large uptick in German shepherds at my apartment complex lately. 
And Rosie is both scared of them and loves playing with them. Like, it, she's just always treading the line, like, all right, I'm going to try to go after this one. I think she's got a low-key crush on one of them. But, like, I don't hate it. I'm a big German Shepherd guy. Yeah. That would make a cute couple. Just imagine the presence you have just walking into a, a patio bar with this dude at your side. You're going to get a lot of questions because that's a dog breed that you never really see. Yeah. And most, we hadn't. We were unfamiliar. You know, so, it's got it's got the head that, of kind of a Basset Hound, but doesn't have the as long ears. What a, just an, it's a, okay, I'm sorry. Let's, I'm sorry. I'm Chill. just taking. I'm just taking. smitten right now. I'm smitten. You're smitten. It's cute. Yeah, it is. It's cute. Should we talk about our friends over at Liquid IV? Probably. Let's talk Liquid this is IV. A good, this is a good uh, preface for uh, our worst weekend story. Um, our friends over at Liquid IV, they're, they're tight. Um, of course they are. They, I can't speak highly enough about them. This is one of my favorite products that we've ever used from a sponsor. I was sick recently. Um, and they helped me um, recuperate a little bit. Rehydrate, I, recuperate. I I didn't have a full-blown hangover yesterday after going out with you on Saturday night, Dylan. But I had a little sting in the morning. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to drink a full glass of water right now. I'm going to toss some liquid IV up in this. For those of you that don't know, liquid IV hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone with the added bonus of vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. That's all the Bs. A lot of Bs. Man. It's got increased performance. When you're properly hydrated, you allow your body to perform at its best to burn calories and reduce muscle cramps. Dylan, you could probably use some of that. You're a cramp boy. It also helps with you dehydration, cramps. you know, as I said, winter travel. Like or when you're traveling, the hardest thing to do is like you don't want to go pee on the plane constantly, so you gotta get that liquid IV in you so you don't have as much liquid coursing through you. People I would say that. Keep a couple in your backpack or your dop kit, your travel bag. That's what I do. Golf bag. It's true. I've Golf seen bag. him do it. Golf bag. Good call. Yeah. It's not your average electrolyte drink mix. It uses cellular transport technology, also known as CTT. Are you aware? Because now you are. I actually did a lot of research on that. It has college. a specific ratio of glucose, which is the pure cane sugar. They're not just putting like additives in here. Don't worry about that. And uh, sodium and potassium. So when it's mixed with a 16-ounce water, it helps your body absorb more of the water and nutrients you drink directly into your bloodstream. Non-GMO, clean ingredients, vegan, free gluten, dairy, soy. It's just dope. It can provide the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water with just 16 ounces. It's kind of amazing. Right now, Liquid IV is the fastest growing hydration brand and you can find them everywhere, even Costco. You can find them at Costco nationwide. We love Liquid IV and we know you will too. Right now, our listeners get 20% off at liquidiv.com when you use code CIRCLINGBACK at checkout. It's 20% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website. Go to liquidiv.com, enter promo code CIRCLINGBACK to get your savings and start getting better hydration. It's liquidiv.com, promo code CIRCLINGBACK. Don't wait, get hydrated today. I personally endorse the acai and passion fruit flavors. Damn. Specifically passion fruit. My God. No one was expecting a personal endorsement after that. On God. But here we are. It's so good. Should we do a worst weekend story? You guys Let's want to get it. a tinky off real quick. I love quick. these. It's your call, not mine. Dave, you trying to go tink? No, I'm good. Go ahead. Wow. <coughs> okay. Uh, as you know, I actually have forgotten the last two weeks to uh, ask for worst weekend stories, but that's because I actually have a pretty good backlog. If you do have a worst weekend story of your own, I would prefer if you sent it to will at washmedia.com. I will put it in my queue, and you might hear your story on this podcast uh as always these are anonymous any names have been changed and 
we're just we're, we're trying not to incriminate anybody. Are you guys sure. ready for this week? Yes, sir. Yes. The title of this email is Worst Weekend Story, Hijacked Bachelor Party. Uh-oh. This sounds like a shitty teen movie, or like like, yeah, like thriller movie. Hijacked Bachelor Party. He says, Will, I write this to you three weeks after the following events occurred at one of my best friend's bachelor parties. The location, IU, B-Town, I assume that's... Look, look, kids. We don't know your little fan. Your I'm going to assume that's Indiana University, and I forget what the name of the city is, oh, but Bloomington? I think it's Bloomington. So I'm going to huh. assume that's B Town. The plan for the night was to have some drinks, cook some mean steaks, hell yeah, and hit the local bars with the boys. Nothing crazy. Just wanted to enjoy drinks together and have a good time. Must have been was this a, a whole weekend, or yeah, it's my question. You can't say you can't say nothing crazy when you're going to a bachelor party in B Town. Yeah, that sounds like something crazy. There were eight of us. One of the groomsmen, we'll call him Tim, was a guy I went to high school with, but I personally did not hang out with him regularly like my best friend, the groom, did. Tim kept pushing for all of us to go to a strip club all day. Chill out, Tim. That was me saying chill out, Tim. There's always the one Tim in that group, you know? Always calm down, Tim. Like, okay, Tim. We, you know, usually, we usually call him the Dylan. You want to go see Tim? Stop. I'm just kidding. We don't, we don't. Dylan's not a strip club guy. Jeez. I can confirm. He said none of us wanted to go, so we brushed it off with some laughs. As the night went on around 8 p.m., Tim said our Ubers had arrived to take us to a strip club. By this point, we were pretty drunk. There is always a Tim in the group. Are they still in B-Town? They're still in the B-Steezy. That doesn't sound like Tim's. I'm going to go ahead and peg Tim as a catalyst for everything that goes wrong with this story. you got to think Tim (laughs) made some decisions that led them down the original road. Original (laughs) T-Man. Dude, I feel like people don't prioritize strip clubs on bachelor parties like they used to. And that's probably a good thing. But maybe that we're just aging out of that demographic. True. If you're in Vegas, I mean, you're, you're going to go to whatever, Spearmint Rhino, I guess. But like, I, like, the last bachelor party I went on, it never even came up. And there's no shortage. We were in LA. Like, there's hella strip clubs. Hella. Did millennials ruin it? People are saying that millennials ruin strip I actually read that. Six, 69 reasons millennials ruin strip clubs <laughs> on BuzzFeed last week. Damn. Two cars pulled into the nearby parking lot, and Tim spoke with them for about 10 minutes about their cars. Weird. Like, yeah. Like what? Tim's a car guy. Yeah. Like pop the hood, playboy. He likes cars in, in uh, boobs. He then came back and told us to get in the cars. Obviously, you don't talk to Ubers for 10 minutes and they don't give a group of five guys with them rolling around town. I don't get that sentence, but you understand. Yeah. You, normally, you don't chat with the, the driver about their car. Confused, we all asked him what the hell was going on after questioning for 10 minutes or so. He confessed that he had, quote... Over $800 tied up in the strip club and highly suggested we get in the cars. So Tim, it sounds like he had made some under-the-table deals here to get the men to the strip club. Oh, he wasn't running the tab? He was... What? I'm confused. It says, quote, he had over $800 tied up in the strip club. Like, it's not the stock market. Like, no. Why does it sound like... Let's let's go on and, his and see how His portfolio is just made up of these kind of investments. Officially sketched out, we all took a hard pass, and Tim decided to go with the strange Uber drivers anyway, even though we told him not to. It sounds like he already had paid for stuff at the strip club for these boys to enjoy, and that's why he was adamant about getting there. It's like uh, when you're... And I'm going to okay. assume that the cars might have been part of the reason... Like, who prepays at the strip club? Wait, did he buy a car? No. Dude. But I think that the drivers were people from the strip club who would bring high, high clientele to maybe some, in B town uh, though. Yeah, be nasty. I have to admit I know nothing about B town. I don't either. I, I probably won't I ever make fun. my way through there. Uh, 
After spending another hour and a half trying to figure out what was going on, we decided to file a police report since we didn't know what the hell Tim was doing and why he owed someone $800 for going to the strip club. That's fair. I have no clue. A police report in an hour and a half. That's pretty aggressive, though. The police were little to no help, and Tim wouldn't answer his phone, so we said screw it and just started walking to the bars. I'm officially worried about Tim. Tim's in trouble. I'm imagining, like, this is like a bootleg hangover where the groom doesn't go missing, but just some random dude, and they're like, okay, should we actually try to find him or just let him fend for himself? Once we were about 70 yards away... We see two cars pull back into the lot next to the groom's house, so we hid and watched them. Tim got out of the car, attempted to knock on the door, and told the Uber group that he had to go inside and couldn't help them. He then got back into the car. Parentheses, I assumed he was forced. What has Tim gotten himself into? Tim made a deal. I think Tim might have been buying some. And then a police cruiser pulled up behind them. The officer didn't pull them over, so I sprinted towards them, got the officer's attention, told her what was going on, and sped off with their lights on. And she sped off with their lights on. An hour later, the officer calls the groom's phone. She said that Tim was safe and with four Haitian men in the car who had passports and somehow did not find that suspicious. I don't know anything about the Haitian community in in B-Town. Wait, the... Okay. Tim arrived at the strip club, called the groom, and asked why we called the cops. Tim continued to refuse to have us buy him an Uber to come back home and kept highly suggesting we meet him at the strip club. At this point... We can only assume that Tim owes these people a large amount of money for drugs or something that is being, and he's being held against his will. All of us are extremely pissed that he got himself involved in this situation. He won't answer our questions about what the hell is going on. So we have no resolution here. Tim's a sketchball, man. I'm going to say that there isn't a Tim in every friend group at this point. No. At first, when you have the strip club guy, it's, there's definitely that yeah, guy. We all got the strip club guy. But it sounds like Tim's maybe a little in, he's in a little deeper. Midnight rolls around, Tim's, Tim arrives back at the groom, and he tries to pull us outside to meet their Uber friends. Like, dude, he's got to ditch these guys. We pull his ass inside and begin barrage, barraging him. Berating, maybe? Barraging. Barraging. Barraging him with questions. He thinks it's a joke and tried to shake it off, told us to fuck off, so I swept his feet, put him in a choke, and the other guys pull me off, and we get him on the couch. Wait, I'm sorry, wait. Time He's, out, time out, time out. <laughs> they swept the, he swept the leg? They got physical with him. He swept the leg. Um, you don't see that. Just a trip? Yeah. Yeah. He took his ass out. I thought maybe he tabletopped him. And then he put him in a choke. Yeah. And then they threw him on the couch. We begin interrogating him, but he won't answer the questions about who the Uber drivers were or why he had money tied up in the strip club. Extremely pissed, I grab all of his stuff, throw it outside, and tell him to get the hell out because he endangered everyone and hijacked the bachelor party. He finally leaves around 2 a.m., but to this day has still not answered any of our questions about that night. So much for a chill night. And to answer your question, yes, he is still in the wedding. This rehearsal dinner should be fantastic. Well, um, I don't know if it was safe for you to kick him out. I understand why you did. You might have made. He's lucky. He's. I can understand the reasoning for kicking him out. I know. Maybe they thought, all right, these sketchy characters in these like cars might. They know where we are now. Are they going to come looking for our boy Tim? Were they staying at like an Airbnb? Did I miss that? I'm going to assume that. I'm going to assume, I'm gonna so assume that. Doesn't sound like it was like a traditional hotel. Yeah. And so, I... I this Tim guy. I th- I feel like both parties handled this situation interestingly. Tim probably shouldn't have done what he did, but at the same time, is sweeping the leg on this guy and putting him in a choke like really the move? It seems, it seems a little aggressive. When's the last time you swept the leg on anybody? If ever. It's been a while. When was the last time you got tabletopped? 
Dude, I don't. That's such a sorry move. No, I like table topping. I think it's funny. I, honestly, I could. I really think it was like South Padre spring break, like 2006. Yeah. We used to do it. It's like, a beach move. That, that that's a environment ripe for a table. Yeah, because it's sand. Even sure. though that's sand, you know when it's sure. It was a big soccer practice move for us. Just table topping people. Yeah, it's a shit move, but it's fun. Yeah. Sweep the leg, though. You don't see that. No, no like one's some karate shit. I don't. If I swept the leg on somebody, there's a very high chance that their feet, if they're firmly planted into the ground, just stop my leg completely. Yeah. And probably got to get them from the back. I, I'm just thinking of Street Fighter moves. You wanna, That's all. You want to give out of Japan right now, don't you? No, I don't. Okay. Go ahead, Dave. I have people a, want I have Mike a, is yours, dog. I have a, a quick story. Go ahead. From the weekend. A friend, a friend who we know. I'm not going to name any names. We can talk about it later. His wife uh, uses a, one of those services where you can, you can put your, your old clothes that you don't want up for sale for yeah. auction. And like it can connect you with the buyer, and there's like a, a back and forth. Yeah. Well, she was selling some, and I, my ladies will know this. Uh, Massimo, blue patent flats with jewel decor, well worn. Selling some shoes. Okay. She got a buyer. It's a guy in uh, another state, and he issues this message: Do not clean them. I want them just the way they are. Mm. Mm-hmm. Foot fetish guy. Yeah. Then she says, uh, she cancels the deal. She's like, this is weird. He responds, you effing C, middle finger emoji. Wow. He came on a little strong at the end there. That seems unnecessary. I agree. We, we've previously said on this podcast or another podcast, small to mid-sized podcast that we've been on in the past that what you do in your home is your business yes that being said i've never really understood a lot of fetishes specifically foot foot fetish like there's there's a lot of them out there man i can maybe understand other fetishes people have like you could you could sell me on it not for me to do it but i could be accepting of it and be like that makes sense the feet thing just it makes no sense to me yeah i don't yeah they like the smell of it it's weird they're it's weird it's weird how much know. was she selling these shoes for? Oh, I mean, five or ten bucks. Oh, okay, cheap. Yeah, but to be so into feet that you're into like shoes mm-hmm. that have worn, you know, have people have worn. Like, come on, it's just a little piece of leather. People sell that shit like on like Reddit and stuff. Something else that uh, the real reason I brought this up is I always forget that Massimo is now like a Target brand for women. Because I was a Massimo guy in the '90s. Oh, I was too. Sight for sore eyes tea. You know what I'm talking about. I don't remember about. any of this. You don't remember Massimo? They had that shirt and it was the lettering was really blurry. You can still see the font. It said a sight for sore eyes. Yeah. Look up Massimo. You would know the logo. Massimo is what you wore with uh, oh, your soccer shorts. You had to have Massimo t shirt as a kid or else. Oh, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I, I honestly had no clue that's what that shirt actually said. I definitely had these shirts. Too blurry for your eyes. Yeah, I definitely had these shirt, like one of these shirts, but I didn't know that it was called Massimo. You got some weak ass retinas. Did y'all ever have? I mean, you you had Peace Frog, obviously. I actually did not. I had the big three: Yaga, Stussy. I don't don't know Peace Frog. Massimo. Are you serious? That's the big three. Yeah, dog. No fear. You could toss no fear in there too. It's arguably the fifth major. You guys clearly didn't live fun. Do good. Which is the official slogan of Peace Frog. 
If you wore Peace Frog in Dunkerville, you got your ass whipped. That's actually very, very fair. I get that. I understand. The amount of times that I would just draw the Peace Frog was just through the roof. I was too busy trying to draw the uh, the, the uh, Old English S. I feel like you were definitely a Stussy S. I used to draw. crush that. I was. You did? You oh, know yeah. what I'm talking about. Or I used to shade it in and everything. It, was, it looked dope. I actually got that tattooed on my shoulder. Yeah, I know. I've seen it. I would love to see Don't like, ask what it stands Dylan's for. current day art skills. Let's go, dude. Let's do a sip and paint class. That's those, what I'm doing. Those look kind of okay. Really, okay. Really, I didn't want to announce this now. I didn't want to announce this now. But for my bachelor party, I've officially booked a sip and paint class. I thought we were going Austin. to Bloomington. Those look kind of fun. We're going to B Town. They don't look fun, dude. No one's painting has ever been cool enough to hang up coming out of those art classes. That's not true. Idea, sip and see, or what is it? Sip and paint. Whatever. Instead of painting, you so just go tag up the side of a building like graffiti shit. That's illegal, Dave. That's defacing property. That's what's edgy, your, though. What's your problem? I had a buddy who got into that in high school. He was terrible at it. Sip and seeing? No, like he tried to get into <laughs> tagging, and he like would tag little buildings around Duncanville. It was horrible. Tagging is not. It's certified not the move. The people who are really good at it, it's it's awesome to see. Like if you go around Deep Ellum in Dallas, you'll see some awesome stuff. In Austin, though, I feel like I guess maybe if you go to the east side, but. All you see is like stuff that people tagged so people, the business owners will have people doing Instagram photos next to their building. We like had, the I love you so much. When I, had, when when I took tag. the history of hip hop, there was, we did an entire week's worth of curriculum on tagging. What's, was this in high school? No. I was a freshman. Oh. And we did, uh, yeah, we did an entire week on tagging. We learned all about it. I, I didn't retain much from that, that week, but it was pretty interesting. Watched some documentaries on it. It was pretty cool. I could never tag. You can't fuck up. I'm not a Banksy boy. Plus, you want to be careful whose graffiti you're covering up. Yeah, you might get got. That's a that's a that's a fact. You might. How did we get here? Where did this come from? From Pete, we went from Peace Frog to. Let's name it. Stussy Yaga, Massimo. I'm throwing I'm throwing no fear in there. Oh, I know you, you were to. no fear you guy. Have to. Okay. No I balance. didn't I didn't I the people that wore no fear, I just kind of thought of them as being a little Is it the modern day tap out shirt? Kinda. Like that's a I, great idea. I would just assume call. that they were a little different than me. I can't really explain why. They were just a little different. Well they you had fear and they did not have that's fear. That's true. That's true. When I see a guy currently in a tap out shirt, I think either one, he can completely beat my ass, or two, he's just a total douchebag. Or maybe both. Or three, he's uh, acquired a time machine. There was a dude at the grocery from store the other day. Yeah, that too. There's a dude at the grocery store. He was wearing one of those uh, backpacks with the string arms on it. Mm-hmm. Those are the worst backpacks. It was like a, the ones they the giveaway backpacks. Yes. Yeah, who's yes. doing trash? It was a Bang Energy one. Okay, get out of That's here. That's different. Yeah. He was in terrible shape, and I thought about sniping a photo because it was hilarious. But then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to blast this. I'm not going to put this guy on blast. He doesn't need that in his life. Nice of you. He shouldn't be wearing that bang energy thing though. Like it's such a give up backpack. Dylan, I, I'm banking on you being a yes. But did you ever own? Did either of y'all ever have the t-shirts with Bugs and Taz, or like the like wearing like crisscross clothes? No. Like throwing the peace sign. Never did. Okay. Did you ever wear Bugle Boy? I had Bugle Boy jeans. Yeah, when I was like four. Bugle Boy went fucking hard. I was more of a Lee Pipes guy, but. They have a. I'm, I just looked up Bugle Boy, like just stuff. They have an ad for Bugle Boy men, 
And it appears as though it's a photo of Bon Jovi trucking a dude wearing full football pads. You don't see that. Isn't he part owner of uh, like an arena team or something? Yeah, Philadelphia. Or at least he he was at one point. I'm not sure if he still is. It seems like an investment you wouldn't keep for a long time. That's a good uh, good way to diversify your portfolio. Like you got money tied up in the strip clubs in B-Town. You got some money tied up in arena football. It's just you got to have that shit everywhere these days. What's up with Gronk retiring? And I he think, retired. I think people paying attention saw this coming. <laughs> yeah, no, he had definitely mentioned it. And but, the, the Patriots had been planning without him. Dude, but dude, his, body, hurt. his body is just yeah. deteriorating fast. Yeah. This, is a, this is a smart move for him. He's got nothing left to prove. No. He's the goat tight end. He'll probably end up in B-Town, right? <laughs> probably. I'm not going to get why over he that. Just like, why doesn't he just like not play like not play the regular season, just wait for the injuries to pan out, and then just like stay in shape? And then just sign like a quick contract at the last minute for the playoffs. I wouldn't rule him out being or, signed before the playoffs this or next year. Yeah. Or maybe go in the booth for a year, have like an awkward chemistry with uh, your. He can't be a booth guy. <laughs> and, then, and then just come back to the Patriots after you're That like, will I never happen on a serious. The only thing that he could do channel. is replace that booger guy. That's what I'm talking on about. On the Gronkmobile. Booger McFarlane. He, that guy stinks. Put some respect on his name. I, I don't like watch, booger. I don't, I don't like booger football. out on the field. They need to have them all in the same booth. You can't have that. Would be like if we did this podcast and Will's just in the other room inexplicably. It would I be the weirdest want, thing. Honestly, I just want them to bring back Kornheiser and Dennis Miller, but that's just me. Was Dennis Miller on there with Kornheiser? Dennis Miller was oh. the worst. He stunk. Okay. <laughs> Whoever thought of that was just an idiot. Yeah, that was so bad. He's reading them the Riot Act right now. This is my Dennis Miller. Come on. It's not good. I, I Look, nobody has a good Dennis Miller. It wasn't terrible. I'm, I heard they're going to get Bill Maher next. He nailed him to the wall like the Magna Carta. All right, that's all I got. You know, we're, we're trending towards an hour right now. Did we want to get to that, what if Mule, they got that no- Mueller stuff you want to talk about, Dave? What if they got Norm in the booth? That'd be great. That'd be awesome. What are they going to do? Do we know? Are they going to bring Peyton in there? What, what? Intern Peyton? No, 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 not intern Peyton. Are they looking uh, for someone to... They have to replace Jason Witten with somebody. Oh, I forgot about that. That's what I was talking about. What the fuck is he doing? He's going to play for the Dallas Cowboys. Because he can't leave the, the game alone, Isn't he like man. 39? Correct. Gronk's sitting there with like the, the hand on the chin emoji, just like, what, what is my man well, doing? Well, the difference is Jason Witten's essentially... Well, I'm not going to say never played with athleticism like Gronk. He's never been as athletic, but he's not asked as much. His, yeah, he doesn't, does he block as much as he is a did? he's a superior blocking tight end. Okay, but his yard that yak that which is my favorite thing to say the yards after catch. I'm a stat guy. Not great. Oh, he's never broken a tackle. Well, he broke one. He, <laughs> he lost broke his one. It was that's tight. my favorite. It was actually stat. tight as fuck. That's my favorite. That's, stat. A, that's the last tack, tackle he broke, and it was actually the, his first career um, broken tackle. Also had a bloody nose. Dude, you just like go up. To, you just you just push him over, and he just. He just he's down. Hey, pays the bills. What's no, that? Dr- what's that drill where the ropes are on the ground and like you're hopping your feet in and out? It's like a foot drill. For, yeah, he needs to do that all summer. He's yeah, he's got heavy feet. That's a drill that me and Dylan do sometimes at Lifetime. Whole yeah. cinder block ass. Yeah, cinder block ass. What an idiot! But he's one of the goats, man. He's one of the goats. You know, these days no one really has time to go to the post office. You know, you're busy. And who's got time for all that traffic? 
parking, lugging all your mail and packages. It's a real hassle. I can say, as somebody who delivered all, all the shirts that we packed up for uh, the backers out there, it, yeah. it is a hassle dragging all that stuff. But that's why you need Stamps.com. It's one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. It eliminates trips to the post office, and it saves you money with discounts that you can get even at the post office. Stamps.com, it brings you all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer, whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages per day. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. You simply use a computer and print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. That's a lot of any's. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. Once your mail's ready, you just hand it to your mail carrier and drop it off the mailbox. It's that simple. I can say from experience also that the uh, post office workers really enjoy it when you are, have already done all the work for them and you just oh, hand yeah. it over. They, their eyes light up a little bit. I've seen it. Uh, with stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off of priority mail. Not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer. It saves you time. It saves you money. That's why over 700,000, that's a lot, 700,000 small businesses already use stamps.com. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top, just this little podcast mic, sure, and uh, type in circling back, no space. That's stamps.com, enter circling back, and you can get that four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitment, baby. This is a fun podcast. I had fun. Dude. It really was. Yeah, we have uh, a little something. To I should. About say, it. We, should we clarify that we might have like a, a kind of a weird week ahead of us regarding our content? Probs. We're not. We haven't fully uh, worked it out yet. So we're going to the tournament Wednesday, Thursday, the and Dell match play. Uh, and so we're going to have to figure out some kind of alternate recording schedule. Yeah, we can do it. Just if it's a little weird, you know that you know it's it's a it's. You're still going to get all the content you want. You're going to get more. You're going to get bonus content. Yeah. If oh, you follow, shit. where can they follow us on social? The at Circling Back Pod across everything. And while you're at it, search Washed Media and hit that follow button on there too. Oh, yeah. We haven't gassed those accounts yet, mainly because we haven't really used them much. We're kind of just letting it simmer. Just S- wait. Slow playing. But Circling Back Pod as well as Washed Media. Um, are the people going to hear from us before match play? We'll release an episode Wednesday morning, right? 100%. Of course. Okay. All right. You high? No. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm going to hit every steakhouse this week until <laughs> I can go live with... Eldrick. I'm calling it. We're going to have a run-in with Paul Casey. We're going to go live with no, Paul Casey. I, I can tell you exactly who you're going to have a run-in with, and it's not even going to be... Tommy close. Fleetwood. No. Is Paul Casey playing? I know he's a top... Hard to say. He's in the he's in the numbers. If he won this tournament, who will? Who you thinking of? Dave's gonna talk to Brandel Shambly at some point. Hmm. Okay, I, I'm I'm thinking about this, and I I've actually met we met him at yeah. the with our friends at No Laying Up the yeah. little thing. You're gonna talk to Brandel Shambly. Okay, that's your prediction. Yeah, that's my official prediction. And we will be issuing our brackets. We will be doing brackets for this. Mm-hmm. We'll those will be dropping today or tomorrow. Yep. We will put those out on social as well. Um, we did this last year and the year before. We did a bracket for the WGC Dell match play. Uh, I don't know what the winner's going to get, but they're going to get something. Something tight. 
So just keep an eye out for that. Maybe some of Dylan's old shoes. Join our group. Dylan does have some old shoes that he's been trying to sell on eBay for a while now. Nice and smelly. I will not wash them. Yep. Do not wash them. That's so kind of you. And a Luby's gift certificate, also from Dylan. Yes. Nine ninety nine for the gift certificate? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a fun week. Can't wait. It's going to be a heavy social week. We'll be out there a lot. Should we get out of here? Let's get out of here. Let's go. See you guys Wednesday. Goodbye.